folks, welcome to another episode of Entirely the Right Sort of Podcast. I hope it's a good one. This is the third time I've tried to record this intro as the first time the dog was playing with the cat. That's loud. Second time I couldn't think of anything to say. And the third time some motorcycles were going by. So um, let's hope that this one works. Anyway, this is Entirely the Right Sort of Podcast. It's a King Killer Chronicle podcast. If you're here for the first time because you're such a big fan of the star of our show today, spoiler alert. Um, I don't know why I said that. You read it in the title. It's Tempe. But my name is RJ, if you haven't been here before. And every week um, I remind people what it stands for. So if you're new, RJ stands for rehydrated jerky. Um, You know, most jerky obviously is dehydrated, but I've started this new thing where you rehydrate it. So it's just like a wetter uh, jerky. Really, really good. Wow, we're off to a flying start. So again, if you're new, every episode, I almost said every week, but that's a lie. Um, Every episode, I profile a character or sometimes characters in the Kingkiller Chronicle. Season one, I did a lot of the female characters and even some non-human characters like the moon and Folly and Cicera. This season, we're on to the men, and today's topic is Tempe. I had an episode on Vachette in season one, so some of the discussion of a Demre I'll kind of skip over because I don't like to repeat myself too terribly much if I can help it. We start every episode with seven things that we know or suspect about the character I'm talking about. So we're going to roll right into it with Mr. Tempe. Number one, Tempe's an ADEM mercenary. And I believe he's on his first assignment outside a Demre. Um, number two, sorry if you hear the dog and the cat in the background. I'm just not going to keep pausing and restarting. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> number two, Tempe agrees to teach Quoth the Katan and then the Lathani. And Vachette says he must have seen in Quoth iron worth striking. I don't know if Vachette said that or maybe Shehan. Um, Tempe means little iron, and I believe, again, it was Shan or Vachette said he was a troublesome student, which I think is pretty cute. Um, number four, and we'll talk about this later for sure, Tempe seemed to recognize Cinder as a Rinta, which is the ADEM word for bandit, and here is the point in the podcast where I realized I didn't have my microphone plugged in. Jesus, take the wheel, everybody. Number five, so what... Um, Tempe shows an interest in music and the lute and exchanges knowledge of the Katan with Quoth for knowledge of the lute, which is something um, his people might kind of consider scandalous. Number six, my guy likes a joke and he uses humor to deflect tension when he's with the mercenaries. And number seven, perhaps um, our dear friend, again, is seen as dumb and inexperienced by the other ADEM. Apparently he had to take his test more than once. So we meet Tempe on the road to the Eld as I believe a new mercenary, um, fresh out of the school of the sword tree, quiet, kind of twitchy, probably about 20 or so with, uh, that pale skin, sandy hair and gray eyes. And as we spend time with them, we and Quoth learn little details about Tempe that kind of color him in as a character. And we learn details about the ADEM too. Tempe's never seen ticks, which makes sense given the ADEM climate. Um, He's a fastidious bather, not bothered by nudity or physical affection. 
He's often serious and quiet, but he likes jokes and he enjoys hearing stories. He particularly enjoyed the boy whose ass fell off story. And it's after this that he starts teaching Quoth the K-Tan, uh, which I think marks Tempe's good intuition about Quoth maybe being under being able to understand the Lathani. So I was I was reflecting on Tempe, Tempe and I I'm trying to give an empathetic read for him because his worldview is so much different than Quoth's and even kind of different than than ours and certainly different than the other vintage mercenaries. As the Adem are a matriarchal society, Tempe is the lesser sex basically and his view of gender roles is different, which makes him an outsider, I think, in the rest of the Four Corners, unless there's other matriarchal societies we don't know about. Um, in fact, you know, as the AM believe in man mothers, even Pentha says men are good for nothing but their anger. And that's interesting, I think, for Quoth to hear, because as he says, there are some places in the Four Corners where people believe women's only, women are only, you know, put on earth to have a baby. And now um, the men in, in Ademre are really, we don't see a lot of men. It seems like they're only viewed as someone to go and fight while the women really run everything else. So I, I, I feel empathy for him because even if he wasn't, you know, bullied or even if there isn't rampant sexism in the Adem culture, he did grow up, you know, I empathize with that because I grew up as the lesser sex, right? As a woman, Tempe did too. Um, grew up knowing women were, were seen as better in him and then possibly better in him at pretty much everything. Um, fails his test a couple of times, Vachette thinks he's stupid. And then his first mission, he gets thrown into uh, a language and a culture he doesn't know. And all he has is what he brought with him, what he was taught, what he learned, um, He's proud of who he is. The Adam are proud of who they are. So when Daydan and when Tam at the bar want to fight Tempe and want to prove that the Adam aren't worth 20 times, Tempe might not want to fight them, but he he kind of has to because that's the Adam way, right? You you have to show that you're not weak. I kind of, uh, as far as theories and discussion, I kind of arranged my notes chronologically in the book. Also want to say, not that, you know, not that doing this podcast is hard, but I appreciated that in this one in particular, I only had one book to look through for my sources, right? Because maybe there's one mention of Adem or Ademre in Name of the Wind, but man, I don't even know. So like I said, we already talked about Ademre. I'm not really going to go into that again. You know, here's the thing. I, I like Tempe. I think he's pretty, I think he's pretty cool. We don't really have, um, really any official art of the characters from wise man's fear. We got some from name of the wind with, I, you know, I think there's a tabletop game that we got some art and we got some art out of the, uh, card decks that Echo Chernik did, but I've never really seen any official, you know, renderings of some of the folks we meet in the, in the second book. Luckily he is described for us. Like all I am, he is pale. He has that, um, blonde hair and silver eyes. 
kind of looks like Sim, although as Quoth says, he can't get Sim to shut up and, and Tempe is initially very, um, very quiet with him. One thing that um, I sort of have been reflecting on is Tempe and Quoth really, I wouldn't say they needed each other, but they, I think the fact that the other was there was really good for them both because I mean, you know, if Tempe wasn't there, who is Quoth going to hang out with Martin? Like who is Quoth's friend going to be or Quoth's just kind of like a conversational partner appear because these, the other three are experienced mercenaries and they know each other. So if either one of the guys would have come in and just had the four of them, that would have been really awkward, especially for Tempe. But Quoth and Tempe, I think unlock something in each other and Tempe's tutelage is foundational, obviously to what, Quoth ends up learning from Vachette. But Tempe also shows a trust in Quoth. Not only that, but he shows that maybe he's a little different from the rest of the ADEM because he was willing to express his curiosity about music and he was willing to teach Quoth the Ketan and then start teaching him about the Lafani after that incident where Quoth had a knife up his sleeve um, during the bar fight in, I believe, uh, Crossan. One thing I've been thinking about is, you know, Tempe's lack of experience. And I wonder if Alvaron knew and cared, right? Because these ADEM are worth roughly 10, 20, sometimes times what normal mercenaries get. So you'd, you'd think you want the best of the best and not necessarily this 20 year old kid who this is his first mission. Huh? You know, it's just occurring to me is that, you know, some people think that Alvaron sent Quoth into the Eld to die, which I'm not ruling out. So maybe <laughs> that's why Tempe's on the mission is because Alvaron wanted a shitty ADEM. Huh? much to think about. So an interesting thing about the ADEM to me is how the culture seems to all understand what the Fae is and what demons are. And I say that because Tempe recognizes Cinder or almost 99, we're a hundred percent sure this is Cinder, right? In the bandit camp, Tempe recognizes him as a Rinta or a bad thing. And I feel, so how is that possible? I think the only reason or, or the, the only reason could be one that the ADEM talk and have stories about demons and the Rinta and the Chandrian that kids learn. And Tempe was able to understand from children's stories and what he's heard that it was a demon or he's seen something like that before. I think the former is probably more, um, more likely, but Tempe also, I mean, when they're talking about Felurian, that what Tempe is worried about is how she kills people. He doesn't really have any trouble believing in the existence of the Fae. 
what he's um i'm not exactly sure who pointed this out so what's uh, the fo- the guys at um king colors podcast and the folks at page of the wind are all roughly and the folks in waystone pod also are in getting later into wise man's fear so i don't really remember who said what but tempe's reaction to hearing about florian killed that she killed men with sex i didn't necessarily understand what that meant until someone else said it that it was probably he was afraid of a demon that could kill people with stds because the adam are so worried about that i also um i also like what tempe says when he's back in the pennies worth with the other mercenaries while they're waiting for Quoth. When he says he trained very hard to be able to resist certain things, I think he said hunger, tiredness, um, thirst, you know, maybe hot or cold. And then he says women he has some mastery over. And he says, if Quoth didn't go, I may, meaning I might have. And I just think that, you know, that kind of shows his humor. Um, and obviously after that, we we after Quoth comes back from the Fae, we start diving much more deeply into a Demray because Carceret comes along, talks to Tempe, scolds Tempe, and Quoth asks Tempe if he can go with him, um, if it would help if he went with him, which I think it's interesting that Tempe said yes to this. Um, Maybe it was out of desperation and fear, or maybe he thought Quoth really could impress these people. Um, so as far as Quoth's motivations there, I do think he genuinely likes Tempe and wanted to help him and realizes he got him in a bad spot. But, and the book says it, he remembers what Cathay says, that he wouldn't have any chance of learning about the Chandrian until he crossed the Stormwall. So I think it's kind of a two part, a two parter. And I'm, I, I'm really glad that he went to Ademre. He picks up, he picks up a lot there. Um, you know, his time in the forest, his time with Florian and the Adem quote really starts to maybe ease more into an understanding of how to be a namer because he learns patience. He learns the kind of thinking and the kind of self-control that can maybe lead someone into, I don't know, higher thought. I don't really exactly know where I'm going about this. Um, and I think it's also interesting, you know, I was maybe going to say about Tempe in regards to his openness with music. I was going to say maybe it's a generational thing, but he seems to have a more open understanding of the Lathani than Carceret does. But I do think the Lathani is different for different people. I still don't necessarily understand the Lathani myself. Um, but let's all try to be good people. I wanted to, um, just again, touch on that. Vashet doesn't think Tempe is, is very smart. There is, so there's a passage in, um, EK Johnston's novel, Ahsoka, which is about the star Wars character where it is. There's essentially a line that's like, there are plenty of people in the galaxy who are just good at something who aren't 
like a once in a lifetime prodigy like Quoth or like Anakin Skywalker um, or like great at things like like an Ahsoka and many of the Adem we meet. Tempe is maybe just competent and that's okay. <laughs> like that's okay. There are so many, um, there are so many great people and like geniuses and brilliant artists, once in a lifetime people. But there are so many of us who are just good at what we do, are just competent in what we do and we're keeping the rest of the world running. So shouts to us and shouts to people like Tempe who, you know, maybe that's, that's maybe my one mark against Vachette. Cause I love Vachette. She might be my, she might be my favorite character, but she's so mean to Tempe. And, you know, maybe Tempe is dumb and maybe, he, you know, maybe he is, maybe he's a bad fighter, but honestly it was, it was better for someone with a, I guess a sh more shallow grasp of the Lathani and maybe who isn't the best at fighting to start Quoth out on the K-Tan and learning the Lathani because it took him, I mean, that kind of training was really, really brutal on him. Um, so I just, Tempe's great, man. I, I'm a little disappointed there aren't too many theories about him, just himself, except for the question about how did he know about Rinta. There are questions, there's theories about the Adam um, being connected to the Edebenru. There are other theories about the Adam and who they were and how they know what they know. But Tempe's just, you know, once Cloth figures him out, he's, he just seems like a pretty cut and dry dude. And I love that about him. You know, it's okay to be a normie. Tempe taught us that. Um, a couple other Tempe notes. He thinks of Taberlin's cloak as white, no particular color. So it's white, no color. Okay. We learn from Tempe um, that you need permission to move or to use a dead body that someone else killed, which I assume is an ADEM thing. And that makes me wonder, okay, is that just for like looking and touching any body, you know, maybe to steal, like loot stuff off a body? Do you need permission or is this an ADEM thing because of sympathy? You know, is this, you have to, uh, you have to ask permission to use the dead. I wonder if that is rooted in, I don't think the ADEM really have magic, but I think it's possible that if mercenaries work with sympathists, they have to have this kind of, you know, this, this, this kind of blessing, um, or permission. Um, so, I think that's pretty interesting. Let's see some more notes. His reaction to Florian um, had surprise playing on his face. Then he backed away. Um, here I may have misspoken. So when Tempe agrees to teach Quoth in exchange for lessons about the loot, it's after they get rid of the bandits, after they call the lightning and Quoth chooses a sword in the bandit camp. And that's when Tempe and Quoth make that that exchange i'll teach you about the sword if you teach me about the loot so that was that was like later in their kind of later in their journey from that band in camp by the way tempe took a whetstone a brass salt box and a pair of linen pants he took down to the stream and dyed a familiar bloody red i've always enjoyed that line because it tells me 
it tells you real quick what's important to them. You got to keep your short sword sharp. You got to have salt for your food and you got to have comfy pants in your favorite colors. Also, he carries around that dye, which makes sense if your clothes get ruined. And I wanted to make sure that we note that Tinkers visit the ADEM sometimes and Tempe knows that you have to be kind to Tinkers. You have to be respectful to them. I know that there's discussion about the Tinkers kind of being what's holding the fabric of the world together. Tinkers wandering around, perhaps mending things, fixing things, putting things right in the world. Um, so it's cool to know that the ADEM have that connection to the Tinkers as well. Well, I think that's about all I have been able to cook up in the old brain about Tempe. Hey, wanted to say thank you to all of you. Um, I'm looking at my podcast dashboard here, and I just hit 5,000 all-time plays, which is pretty exciting. Um, so thank you to all of you from near and far. Wanted to give a shout-out to SNC um, on Twitter who gave me a little, uh, stick for not including a dance off discussion in the Ambrose video or Ambrose episode with page of the wind. Sorry about that. And also wanted to say hi to Greg who emailed me about a month and a half ago, um, and wanted to talk about Ari and her goal or plan involving Quoth. And I really enjoyed looking at his email again now from when he sent it uh, about a month ago. So hi, Greg, if you're still listening. And hello to all of you. Next um, month, I'm planning to drop the Simmon episode, which I did with Tales from the Waystone. So that'll be good. I'm hoping to have some more collaborations, um, maybe another one with with Page of the Wind and Tales from the Waystone, as well as the King Killers, I, I uh, had to cancel on them a couple weeks ago. Um, I think they're going to come help me talk about Quoth later this season. So we've got some good stuff. Appreciate y'all's patience as always. Um, I think this first Sunday of the month thing is is working okay for me as far as keeping a schedule and being able to kind of get some some good stuff and plan an episode, uh, plan and edit some longer episodes. So. Hope y'all are enjoying it. Reach out anytime on Twitter, ETRSOP, and Gmail, ETRSOP at gmail.com. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm going to get back to it. Until next month, may all your stories be glad ones and your roads be smooth and short. Bye.